Welcome to Fine Rambles, number 109. Fuck my life, okay? Fuck my life. I don't know what the fuck is going on. And I don't trust anyone right now who says they know what's going on either. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills, okay? I'm taking crazy pills. I'm living in a world where the World Health Organization destroys our health. I'm living in a country where the Center for Disease Control spreads disease. <laughs> Here's a question, okay? If Amy Cooper had gone Karening one day later, would we ever have known? Would she still have her job and her dog? What if the Karens of this world, the Amy Coopers, the Carolyn Bryans, are even more of an issue than the cops that they sick on African Americans? What if they are the problem? How do we solve that problem? Should, should Karens be arrested and charged with, I don't know, wasting police time? Or would that have a chilling effect on legitimate calls? I don't know. I don't understand the contradictions right now. Okay, uh, let's see. Okay, for example, on one hand, we're all carrying around a cloud-networked supercomputer <laughs> with digital video recording capabilities, and, and at the same time, American soldiers, not cops, not National Guard, soldiers were issued bayonets in anticipation of confronting American citizens on American soil. Bayonets. Black lives matter. So, so we need black people to congregate in tightly packed groups during a virulent pandemic that disproportionately kills African Americans. But at the same time, where's the second wave? I don't see it. Why aren't we seeing a second wave after Memorial Day, after these protests? What is going on? What is going on? A man gets murdered by a cop kneeling on his neck and people are protesting by taking a knee. People chant, I can't breathe in dense crowds, breathing out a virus that makes its sufferers unable to breathe. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Apparently, we live in a white supremacist society. And that's why you see in every city in the country crowds of white people kneeling out of guilt at the color of their skin. Two weeks ago, the people who wanted to reopen their businesses so they could eat or attend a funeral, so they could say goodbye to their parents, those people were shamed. They were called out. They were, they were scolded by our public officials. And now those same public officials are applauding shelter-in-place violating crowds in the thousands. The officials are participating. Two weeks ago, being asked to stay inside was tyranny. It was a sign of a corrupt state. And now, if you step onto your porch during curfew, apparently you deserve to get lit up. Two weeks ago, sex offenders were released from prison because they might catch coronavirus. Now they're arresting people who are peacefully assembling to protest a murder. A black man gets murdered and a bunch of 
multinational fucking corporations like like Amazon and Citibank and and Unilever companies who fight the minimum wage companies who have gutted this country by offshoring jobs companies that destroy the health of their customers these these companies now all pretend to give a shit in i don't know in in the hope that pandering will help drive sales in the hope that pandering will keep the mob from their door maybe it's worse because the rioting <laughs> it's destroying all of their competition, all of the small businesses, all of the family-owned businesses. Look, if you want Goldman Sachs to make their CEO a black woman, they will do it in a second. Great. God bless. Here's a black woman. They'll do it as long as they get to continue destroying countries and communities. Corporate America will play that game all day long. Do you think the corporation cares what color skin or the gender of the person running it? No, they just want to keep their institutional power. What else? What else has my head just spinning right now like like I'm in The Exorcist? Okay, Antifa declares all cops are bastards. That's A-C-A-B. All cops are bastards. Yet they're responsible for cops racking up millions and millions of dollars of overtime pay. A black man gets murdered, and white kids have to make it all about them. A black man gets murdered, and white kids are destroying property that's owned by blacks, businesses that are owned by blacks, businesses that employ blacks. A black man gets murdered, and then white people are taking selfies in front of the burned-out storefronts, or they're getting their boyfriends to take them just so they can post these pictures to Instagram and Snapchat to show how legitimate they are? Very few young white people believe in God anymore, but we are witnessing the birth of a new religion. White people now believe that they are born with original sin, and they're practicing public mortification, and they're congregating in large groups of like-minded people to confess their thought crimes? That's a religion! I mean, you killed God and you're replacing him with Black Lives Matter? Is that really an improvement? Where are our leaders? They are running away from the mob. They're out in front. It looks like they're leading. They're not leading. They're just running away. More and more, the only authority we have is social media. Social media pushes emotional content because that creates engagement. And the videos on social media that go viral are the ones that start just at the right moment to make us outraged. So you don't get to see Sword Guy charging the protesters. You only see him getting the shit kicked out of him. You don't see Bow and Arrow Guy shooting arrows at protesters. You just see him, you know, getting the shit kicked out of him. You don't see Chris Cooper saying, I'm going to do something and you're not going to like it. All we see is Amy Cooper sicking a cop on an African-American. And so this emotional content, whether by design or by algorithm, it makes us angry. It makes us disgusted. It makes us hate 
But does anything change? Does any progress actually get made? I mean, look at how we just keep lurching from crisis to crisis. Kavanaugh, Covington, impeachment, COVID, Amy Cooper, George Floyd, what's next? Do you even remember Covington? Do we even remember the crises that happened a whole year ago? I don't remember them. What does that tell you? What does that say? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what it says. But I feel like everyone's gone from being a constitutional law scholar to, to being an epidemiologist to an infectious disease expert. To, and now everyone's a race relations expert. Let me ask you, because I'm sure everyone listening to this has the answers, what concrete changes should we make? Should we demilitarize the police? That sounds pretty reasonable. Should we stop browbeating young men, young poor men, into taking a plea bargain for a minor crime and therefore, or thereby, I guess, putting them on the treadmill of the prison industrial complex for, for a crime that a rich kid wouldn't get looked at twice for committing? Maybe we should end the drug war. Maybe we should legalize drugs or at least help addicts like Johan Hari recommends rather than criminalizing them. Maybe we need to end means-based welfare testing and somehow incentivize mothers to keep fathers in the home rather than paying those mothers to kick the father out. I don't know. What else? What else? Tell me. I want to know what concrete changes should we make. You know, fuck this. Fuck letting them divide us. I am sick of the self-anointed elite. <laughs> you know, the self-anointed self-appointed elite in this country playing us off against each other. You want to be angry? Be angry. But don't be angry at the cops. They're in this impossible situation. And my bet is they are as pissed off at Derek Chauvin as we are. Don't be angry at white people. They think what happened was fucked up too. Look at all of them in the streets. And yet, that's where we are. We're angry at each other and not at the powers that be. Because one side sends around videos of cops wailing on peaceful protesters and running them over. It's outrageous. Outrage. Rah, 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 rah. And then the other side sends around videos of shop owners getting the shit kicked out of them. Or of cops getting run over. That's outrageous. Outrage, rah, 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 rah. Who wins? Who benefits from all this rage? You want to be angry? Be angry. Because you know who's laughing right now? The CEO of Goldman fucking Sachs is laughing at all of us. Jeff Bezos, the CEO of Amazon, is laughing at all of us. These assholes have set black against white, men against women, civilians against cops. No. The cops and the protesters, they're both poor. They're both the working class. 
The cops and the protesters are on the same side. Black people and white people are on the same side. Men and women are on the same side. The real problem in this country, the heart of the problem, all the way upstream, right at the wellhead, is the elites versus everyone else, the powers that be. It's the elites who use the media to divide us, who use social media to divide us. How many people have been destroyed by the banks that then got bailed out? How many people have lost their jobs because of offshoring, and then they get accused of being racist? How many people got addicted to pain pills that their doctors prescribed and then got accused of being weak and lazy? And then we get angry and we vote in the other party and we hope things get better. But both parties are the same fucking party. (laughs) Both parties party together. They party together. The same companies write both parties the same checks. Goldman Sachs, Google, Amazon. And they're laughing at us right now. They're laughing because they've got us fighting each other. We're fighting each other while they take everything from us. All right, I got to go make chocolate chip cookies again, I think. I will catch you later.